pause to consider. The podcast where you put your busy day on pause to consider spiritual encouragement and wisdom on your walk towards God's kingdom. Thanks for joining me today. I'm Sam Taylor, here to get you thinking about the Word of God. I want you to imagine you've been hunting for a buried treasure your entire life that you dedicated all your free time to researching it so that you could be the one to find the untold riches. And now you're standing on an endless beach in a sweltering sun, armed with a trusty metal detector ready to uncover the loot. As you walk along the beach, you can see people passing by looking at you oddly, and maybe some are joking at your expense. But you press onward with a smile because you know something they don't. There's treasure to be found. That doesn't mean your search is easy or comfortable, though. The heat is scorching, your feet are sore, and doubts soon arise. It's tempting to give up. As the sun sets over the water, your metal detector starts going off frantically, and all the troubles you were worried about melt away like candle wax. And I want you to ask yourself, if you knew this place could have the treasure, how quickly would you start digging? Would anyone's expressions and mocking bother you? What would you allow to separate you from this treasure that would change your life forever? Now we know the Bible teaches us material wealth will never last. In 2 Corinthians 4 verse 18, Paul exhorts us that the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. But that verse infers there is something out there which has a lasting power we perceive wealth to have. What could that be? Throughout the Bible, God teaches how spiritual thinking should be treasured by us like jewels and precious stones. And one man familiar with both is King Solomon, the son of David. Because God blessed Solomon with both wisdom and riches in his life, he used the pursuit of riches as a metaphor to teach his son how to pursue wisdom. Listen to how he compared riches to wisdom in Proverbs 2, verses 1 through 8. My son... If you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding, yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright, He is a shield to those who walk in integrity, guarding the paths of justice and watching over the way of his saints. Wisdom, like riches, are difficult to obtain. But there are clear ways to track them and obtain them. Neither needs to be used on the spot, but they can be stored up for use another day, accumulating more of itself in interest. The fundamental difference between wisdom and riches, though, is that God The originator of wisdom is willing to give of his abundance freely to everyone. People aren't all that keen on giving their wealth abundantly and freely. But if we're going to compare riches to wisdom, it it would help to ask, what is wisdom? Well, wisdom is applied knowledge. Knowledge is raw data, and wisdom is knowing how to put that into action. In Exodus 31, verses 1 through 5, God revealed to Moses the wisdom he gave to a member of the congregation in constructing items for worship. 
the Lord said to Moses, See, I have called by name Bezalel the son of Uri, son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, and I have filled him with the Spirit of God, with ability and intelligence, with knowledge and all craftsmanship, to devise artistic designs, to work in gold, silver, and bronze, in cutting stones for setting, and in carving wood, to work in every craft. The knowledge was the understanding of these materials, and wisdom was how to apply them in settings that would be suitable for spiritual worship. And if wisdom is a treasure for us to pursue, then knowledge of God through his word is like the map leading us there. But a map is useless unless we use all the tools at our disposal. We need to use our eyes to read the map even as we read the word of God. To ping the location of the treasure with a metal detector, we need to use our ears. In like fashion, we must have ears that are open to instruction and correction on our journey towards obtaining God's wisdom. But though we have an end goal, a map and tools to get us there, we require God's grace to obtain it. We're told in James 1 verses 5 through 7, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. So imagine you've searched for wisdom all your life. You dedicated all your free time to researching it so that you can reap wisdom's untold riches. And now you're at a crossroad in your life, in the heat of the day, armed with the word of God, ready to uncover wisdom. And as you walk through this life, people passing by may look at you oddly. Some may joke at your expense. But you press onward with a smile because you know something they don't. There's wisdom to be found. That doesn't mean your search will be easy or comfortable, though. Troubles will arise, your feet will get sore, doubts will set in, and it's tempting to give up. But then, as the sun sets over a water, a passage in God's word finds its way to you. With open eyes and an open heart, you frantically pour through Scripture for what God has promised you, and all the troubles of this life melt away like candle wax. So let me ask you, how quickly will you start digging? Would you let anyone's mocking bother you? And what will you allow to separate you from the treasure of God's wisdom that will change your life forever? <laughs>